Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Jay. How's your Monday, gentlemen? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I, you know... (laughs) I didn't sleep real well last night, and today's been kind of a long day. So, uh, I've really, I really put the uh, put Mike to work today. So he's he's in rough shape. Did you? I don't. I don't no, know. I, 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 just, I, I I'm making like up today stuff. Today was a lighter yeah. load day as far as like work goes. Um, yeah. How, how about you, Kyle? How, how's your Monday going? It's it was okay. It's a yeah. long training today, so you know it's always we had, very we had, exciting. You had a slew of technical issues before. before I did. Yeah. I, um, anytime I do something else on zoom or any recording thing, I, like it always messes up my, cause I have like th- entirely too many sound slash headphone slash microphone devices going on here. Um, and I use a different one for the cast than I do for everything else. So. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. Go. Uh, yeah, but we are here. We are, we are going to talk about Legion today. Uh, it is, in fact, our 50th episode of season two. Do I have that right? That is accurate. It is our 50th episode of season two, which I believe means it's like episode like 148 or something. 150, yeah. I, it's not quite 150 because yeah, yeah. I don't think, but it's it's close. Um, so, and yeah. to think of the how this started, huh, boys? Way back in the day. Yeah, so we are in fact uh, going to do a little wayback machine today. We're gonna we're gonna take a trip through a journey, if you will, through Legion's history and our history and our experiences. Uh, we are gonna um, <laughs> we're gonna wing it a little bit and see how this goes. <laughs> Full disclosure. Um, yeah, so for whoever recently commented on one of the podcasts about how they wanted a plan so that they could skip ahead, not happening. Yeah, no, sorry. This is <laughs> going to be... The thing is, most of, uh, most of the good content we have is like spiraling down, yeah. you know, these rabbit holes where you actually get to hear what we really think, you know? Yeah, um, agreed. So, yeah, we had this plan to like do sound clips and everything and at the end of the day we're like nah, what he means by that is mike refused to go back and clip everything <laughs> yeah because that's really who was gonna end up doing it yeah jay was like i think this would be a great idea and i'm like what do you think mike <laughs> nope um as much anyway. as i love all you guys that is like way more work than i'm willing to do for something like this uh so yeah so we are going to uh, just be three dudes um, talking about our history and our, the history of Legion. And hopefully that's entertaining enough. Uh, and if you're new to the game, hopefully it's a little bit of a helpful history lesson on where yeah. Legion's been, where we are now, etc. cetera. So uh, before that, any housekeeping, Jay? Sure. Uh, yeah, so so if you guys uh, haven't seen, uh, we we have sidebars again on pre-order. We we did the we did four faction alt art uh, things. I think 
I think three of them are sold out already. Um, and then we have our red and blue sidebars, which are, will very much be in. I, I ordered way more of those than I did, obviously, of the limited art ones. And the, the red and blue, we will continually update that stock, right? Those, those are things we keep in. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's a good one. Keep your eyes open. We, uh, I'm, I'm going to tease it. Okay, boys, we've got, we've got new order tokens coming. And so hopefully in the next few weeks, those will be up for pre-order and, and you guys can get that all new designs, all new art. So if you either missed the first, uh, set or you got some of the first set, these are completely different now. Um, so I'm excited about that. So those, those will be in, in up for pre-order in next couple of weeks, ideally. I love that like when I hear you say I'm going to tease it and I'm like, oh, we didn't talk about this beforehand. And uh, then you tease not what I was thinking about. So yeah, we're good. There's like <laughs> there's like seven things I could have teased there. And I like to I like to see Mike's face right like, before hey, I say something crazy. Like we didn't talk about this, Jay. Um, I mean, that literally could have been anything. I get it. Mike. It could have been. That is very <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Um, and then in the next month, um, we're going to be restocking mats and we got a couple new designs for that too. So I don't know, there's a lot going on. So a lot of stuff for you guys to give us your money over. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exchange uh, for quality products. There That's you go. A, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking, if, if you'd like to hear maybe a little bit more teases about other products that we may or may not have in development, you can always check us out on our Patreon page, um, where we also have a Patreon exclusive podcast, The Fifth Trooper After Dark, um, where maybe we say a little bit more about yes. things and stuff going on in the background for sure a little and more peek behind the curtain yeah we're a lot more freer with our words generally i've had a beer or two by the time we get to that one so <laughs> i try to keep it straight and narrow for this one in the beginner's guide you know but that one is just a free-for-all so come on over and enjoy your time on the patreon all right. Well, speaking of, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Patreon. Speaking no. of the Patreon, go on over. <laughs> I was going to say freewheeling and opinions. <laughs> uh, let's 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 get into the history of Legion. So, believe it or not, Legion is three years old at this point. Is that crazy? I mean, it's you know not to like toot our own horn here but it's about as old as the podcast at this point you know i mean <laughs> uh, you know i mean we, we not quite podcast is a little quite. over two well we're at 150 episodes right if we've been doing like one a week oh yeah i guess all right, right. yeah <laughs> i'm just no, doing right. some quick simple math yeah, yeah. here um kyle knows <laughs> nothing about that yeah yeah yeah. Not, yeah definitely not uh, um my job has nothing to do with adding or subtracting. So I mean, like, um, I think Legion was probably out like six months or so before yeah. we started this. Um, yeah, ish. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. So it was actually August 2017 when Legion was announced. Um, so it wasn't actually out yet, but that was at Gen Con in August 2017, and then in March of 2018 at Adepticon is when it was actually released. Mm. Yeah. So where, where were you guys in your Legion experiences at this point? At that point, I had a $700 pre-order that I was waiting to get delivered to my house because I literally bought enough of every unit to play it in Grand Army. 
um, <laughs> because as soon as it, Star Wars got announced, I was like, oh, this is just Warhammer, but with lightsabers. Um, so I would like everything, please. And that's what I did. Um, that's yeah. I uh, so I didn't like back when it came out, I didn't really know about it. Uh, but like a couple months later, somebody had said, Hey, there's a, there's a star Wars miniature game out. Like you should, you should check it out. If you, if you like Warhammer and I was like, okay. And I went and bought Imperial and salt because <laughs> I did, because I didn't really look it up or like, know what, you know, I just was like, I was at the store, our local store. And I was like, Oh, Imperial salt. And I brought it. And uh, my buddy at the time was like, no, that that's not the one. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> so that's my first interaction so i had to go back to the store and return imperial assault and get the that's store. the jayest answer i think i could yeah. ever have expected yeah. um <laughs> yep yeah so i had actually not bought in yet either i was a uh, 40 40k player uh, a bad one <laughs> um but a 40k player nonetheless and i was like i've been playing 40k for like 20 years you know am i really gonna get into something else right now um so anyway my friend mike not this mike different mike i have a lot of friends named mike he's got a I lot do. of yeah a lot of friends exactly. mike. i collect mics my wife likes to say <laughs> um not on purpose but it is what it is uh so anyway he uh basically invited me to try a game with him and we did and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, I guess I could try this, you know, like I'm not, you know, 40K is still going to be my thing, but maybe a little Legion on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you, you see where that ended up. <laughs> <laughs> Him and 40K got a divorce. Yeah, I, I still have my stuff, but I, I think that I've played like one game of 40K since Legion came out. Not and it sounds like they didn't stay friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it spoke to me. What can I say? Um, and here we are. So, so what was, was so that was your first, what was your first game, Mike? What was your experience with your first game? Do you remember? I know I just put you on the spot, but oh boy, my first game ever. Or if you just remember your like your first memory, like what do you do with the kids? What's your first memory? <laughs> oh boy, that's tough. I so I I don't. I don't know the answer to that. So the, the other part, portion of this is I also ordered like a $1,200 custom table along with that $700 <laughs> pre-order. It was just like Endor. Um, so I had a bunch of like for like three or four months, I just had like people over to my house to play. Right. Um, Cause I had this really expensive table that I wanted to use. <laughs> right. Um, and I had enough stuff that, I had enough stuff for me and whoever was playing, right? So it was kind of um, cool. Uh, and then I think my like first game of Legion that wasn't in my house might have been against Kyle, actually. Um, I think. Yeah. So I, I I remember this. We were both on the Discord. I had found the Discord at some point, and obviously Mike had also. Somehow we discovered that we were both in the DC area. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how that happened either, but. We're like, hey, we should do a game. So we went out to this store called Island Games, which actually does not exist anymore. Oh, is it go- uh, it, it's gone now. I think I haven't so. Been out there. That's literally the only time I've been there. Uh, same. And that's um, why they're not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel for them a little bit. They were trying pretty hard to uh, 
get the Legion mm-hmm. thing set up, but they were just too close to Huzzah, I think. They also Which, just didn't have the space. The they didn't really, yeah. Um, but anyway, we we did play a game there. Mike played Vader. I played Luke. Uh, I almost force pushed Vader off the table, but uh, did not. That was a thing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> when when the game first started, there was nothing saying that you could not move an opposing unit off the table. So, um, you know, when you force push something, you move it, and if you leave the battlefield, <laughs> the unit's destroyed. So, yeah, that was I act- the thing. Uh, that was, that uh, was legal. For those of you that have listened to the Fifth Trooper podcast, uh, my co-host Evan, when he and I first met, was at a local tournament, and he was playing Veer's Triple Bikes, and I had a Vader list, and I won the game by force pushing Veer's off the table. And uh, yeah, and that's how Evan and I met. And I, I after that, I invited him onto the podcast. Stupidest <laughs> rule ever it was uh, really but stupid the, but the and most fun they did too. change it yeah yeah there was i mean I, I i played in well let's 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 fast forward a little bit so that was sure. um that was sometime in the summer of 2018 i don't remember exactly when yeah yeah um it was like veers leia the fleets and snows were out but the next wave which was like han boba and the special forces had not come out yet there were no snipers there were no snipers there was a time in this game before snipers yeah um and what a time before the dark times uh, <laughs> there's this time in this game i did not snipers mind. had infinite <laughs> yes yeah. we'll get to that so um august 2018 was the first like real legion tournament at gen con mm-hmm. uh did either of you guys go to gen con Mm-mm. No. Oh, I, no, actually, I was, yes, I was at that Gen Con for Cubicle Raiders, which is the board game that we just launched okay. uh, this past year, but I wasn't there for Legion. So I, I was there, but I was playtesting and demoing uh, Cubicle Raiders at the time, okay. which is a funny little <laughs> roundabout here. So you were physically present, not involved yes. in Legion. Yep, yep. So yeah, that was the first, uh, they called them at the time, Maximum Firepowers. And the only way to like win an invite to the structure was weird. So the old structure, uh, the quote unquote original structure was they had these tournaments called maximum firepowers, which were only at conventions. Um, if you went undefeated at one of those tournaments, you then got an invite to high command at Adepticon. And then the top eight at high command at Adepticon would then go play at fantasy head flight headquarters at the world championships. And you'd get like a plane ticket and everything. World championships for all yeah. of our international players. I empathize with. It. Yes, we yeah. apologize on behalf of America. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there, we, there, we do that a lot, don't we? Yeah, there were <laughs> there were no maximum firepowers outside the U.S. in this original mm-hmm. first season. Um, I don't think there might have been like one. Uh, I don't. Anyway, but Adepticon. Yeah, there was one or two, but the issue was that Adepticon was, you know, in the United States. So if you wanted to like have a shot at going to Worlds, you had to travel first to Adepticon and then separately <laughs> months later travel to Worlds. Yep. Um, so it's not like that anymore. Uh, well, my anyway. favorite part is it's not even a coast either. It's right in the middle. <laughs> you had to come to Chicago. Like it's not even. Yeah, like, right. Like New well, York or LA or something. <laughs> to say it's not like that anymore is maybe not entirely fair. We literally haven't had one since. We have not. That was the yeah. only world championship. Um, so yeah, Gen uh, Con was the first of these maximum firepower tournaments. 
-hmm. it was possible to have like multiple people go undefeated because of how many rounds there were they were just you know they didn't like now we do there's like heats and then you advance to another day and all that this was just like you play three to four rounds on a given day and whoever's undefeated uh that's it you're done (laughs) then you know everybody plays again the next day kind of a thing so um that was gen con there was a little bit of a terrain snafu does this sound familiar Mm -hmm. uh I don't know what you're talking about. Kyle. <laughs> you're going to notice the theme. Tra- train is fine now. <laughs> uh, well, it's improved a lot. So we th- should put this in perspective um, because the original, like essentially FFG ran this and they ordered a bunch of terrain, but only like half of it got there. <laughs> um, so think, think of like the original idea of what a terrain table looks like, which was already kind of sparse. And then imagine cutting that in half. <laughs> I mean, they were they were fighting in open fields. They were, which, yeah. In fairness, at the time, was much less of a deal than it would be now. Yeah. Um, it, yes, know. that's true. Although it was still like you know, you had rebels didn't have any range four weapons except for the ATRT laser. Um, you know, Imperials had the ATSTs and the DLTs. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you say that, but it definitely felt. At the time, it definitely felt like, uh, <laughs> you know, the the dice pools were much smaller. Yeah. Um, they didn't hit as hard. You know, if Luke was out there with a couple DLTs in his face, like he could eat them. Um, yeah. Now, if you're if you got any unit in the visibility and range five of a clone ball, it's dead. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit of a different consequence for sparse terrain at that time totally but, totally you can still yeah. have a game in an open yes. field to some degree <clears throat> like it might not be super fun it might not have been it might not have looked great but you definitely still like were able to play the game of legion without great terrain at that juncture yes well and 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 back then like uh i felt like there's a lot more room for mistakes too right like you could you could hang somebody out to dry and you might be all right yeah it wasn't like instantly dead yeah right there was at least like you could be like okay these guys could live right (laughs) Right, right, (laughs) yeah you know you still Um, didn't want to hang stuff out to dry no but but i i get what you're saying like you could sometimes luck out of not being punished and yeah you you still can some degree today but like not the percentage there is a lot lower yeah and for you you kids who are just playing now and didn't play back then there is this weapon called the z6 (laughs) that was part of the rebels and it felt super oppressive (laughs) like back then (laughs) the z6 was at one point the most efficient range through weapon in the game yeah i mean in fairness it still is (laughs) (laughs) just not the rebel one (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah <laughs> very funny um so yeah that was gen con uh you'd think that the terrain situation would have been rectified by the next tournament which was never open i think they had the same issue at Nova. it was not yeah so it was literally the same terrain like the actual same terrain pieces mm-hmm. um it was equally well sparse. at this point it was pretty clear that ffg's plan was to like they weren't going to source terrain. They just had like a bunch of terrain they had bought. And this was like the terrain they were going to use for maximum firepowers, which from like a business perspective 
and from like a game balance perspective, I think was like a sound decision outside of the fact that they clearly didn't understand how much they needed. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And it, well, the issue was there was like this big outcry after Gen Con and everybody was like, oh, these tables are horrible. Those yep. are super open. And then at Nova Open, they just used the same ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if we've learned anything about their processes, the you know, the turnaround time has been not yeah. super quick. Well, and, I think if we learned anything, they really lived in a noise canceling building. So no matter how loud yeah. the outcry got, <laughs> I'm not sure true. that's entirely fair. It's but not. Sure. It's not entirely fair. I, yeah. I know too that there was sometimes least... life's not entirely fair, guys. That's just how this works. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a short term. That was a, those tournaments were only a month apart, right? Yeah, um, and I think they also had some licensing issues. Like they weren't like allowed to take random terrain and put it on the table or something. At least for those first two. Well, yeah, um, because 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 FFG, right? They have yeah. a licensing agreement, so they yeah. have to be very careful, and they put on those tournaments, right? right. And and you're asking a company, you know, I think we have to remember, and still to this day, right, even with the AMG switch, is you have to remember you're dealing with a company that's been doing this type of game for three years, not a company like Warhammer that's been doing it for, what, 30, 40 years, yeah. right? And so, so you know, they got to learn. There's, it's a learning there's, experience. Yeah, there's things they're going to learn along the way. And, and to the credit of the Nova organizers, they did say, like, okay, maybe we can't, you know, this is the terrain that we're given. But everybody's got barricades, mm-hmm. um, so they did basically say. I totally like, forgot about that. Yeah, they they basically said like put extra barricades on the table. <laughs> um, totally so that. that helped quite a bit actually. Um, you know, because at least at that time, you know, being in heavy cover versus being in open. I mean, that's still a big deal. But it's like, you know, now it's like line of sight or not line of sight. Mm-hmm. Then it was like open or heavy cover and just even a handful of barricades on a table made a big difference in the play experience i mean penetrating heavy cover was so much harder back then like oh my gosh now yeah yeah. Yeah. nowadays you're like oh man they're in heavy cover i'll just shave two off off whatever my pool is off my eight hits yeah Yeah, it is just like back then it was like oh he's in heavy cover i shouldn't even take this shot you know (laughs) Um, right like i might maybe should just double move you know or something yeah because you'd be lucky to get one hit through. Oh uh, yeah, stormtroopers between behind heavy cover was like they might as well been behind line of sight. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that made a big difference. Uh, uh, Mike and I both played in that tournament. We actually played each other. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> the great, great blue key positions. Um, yeah. So key positions, the objective uh was not always as it as it currently is yeah. it used to be that players alternated placing the three objectives starting with blue player and there were no restrictions i mean there was the like it has to be like range one from each other and range one from the zone but um sorry my cat is trying to open a cabinet if you can hear that banging sound <laughs> that's what that is i just assumed it was a person yeah. in your yeah. house doing something i thought like, you were like nervously like banging something on your desk no, no. that's yeah. amazing yeah no that's my cat they can open doors um they're like the velociraptors from jurassic park uh anyway uh yeah so 
blue player got to place two of the key positions, which meant they could just put both of them like next to their deployment zone yeah. and essentially be up two to one before the game started. So I was blue player. <laughs> Mike was red player and key positions was in the third slot. So <laughs> I was like, all right, well, sorry, Mark, but this is a tournament. I'm going to go ahead and double veto to that. I, and that, yeah. that's, that was it, basically. And then Kyle won his invite to high command. I did. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And I did not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was an unfortunate because there was like there was a lot of people there that day, and it didn't need to go down like that, but no, it did. It did. Um, yep. So, you know, yeah, I think I've gotten you back for it. Oh yeah, juncture. you definitely have, especially recently. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, let's see. You did not go to Nova Jay. No. Mm-mm. Um, and then we had Invader League season two in December, which was my first Invader League. Um, so, so that that time frame right there, that September to December, that's when we that's when we started, right? Like, so I I think I started Fifth Trooper podcast yep. in September, and then you guys joined like a couple weeks at like four weeks after I had been going. No, it was longer than that because you I had started a blog. Um, which I which I brought Mike on for shortly after called Never Tell Me the Odds. Yeah, and uh, you actually interviewed me on your podcast. Yep. Um, it was one of your first handful of episodes, I think. Yeah, well, what we what I did was I realized that um, we were new and I didn't have any like I we were new and I was like, all right, we got to figure out how to get, get, get listeners. So it's like, I'll just interview people that have been doing this. And so you had, you know, uh, Kevin from Imperial discipline, you and Kevin were, yep. were two of my first interviews. And I was like, I'll just break guys that have been writing blogs on. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And then at some point there was simultaneously uh, there were people randomly being like, hey, why isn't there a competitive Legion podcast? And then Mike and David separately messaged me like, hey, what do you think of starting a competitive Legion podcast? And I'm like, all right. I mean, I don't know anything about podcasts, but <laughs> I'm sure we can figure this out. So then I messaged Jay and I, I was initially just like, um, hey, do you have any advice? Uh, how do I do this? And Jay was like, well, I can help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how this relationship was born so yeah. here we are yeah yeah that was i yeah i remember that i was like yeah yeah that would be cool to help those guys do that too i'm like why not let's do it it's more podcasts the merrier yeah so we were part of the fifth trooper network basically from the first episode yep um i always had big dreams always yeah still does since, since i still was does. since i was such a young lad <laughs> Yeah, that was really, um, I don't know. I, I have to say, like, right right around the end of this period that we're talking about, so right around the end of December, before we got into January, starting about now until right before the pandemic was probably the, the best time for me. <laughs> like, in Legion, like, I, I it was just, I... I in like doing the podcast and everything it was amazing it was such a good fun time yeah i mean we like traveled all these different places it was you know um which uh we're undoubtedly about to talk about yeah um yep and um 
Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. I know that I was kind of off track. I was just like thinking, I'm like, oh man, we're coming up on, on 2019, January 2019. That was when the first Vegas opened. I'm like, that is like really when like things just started to like become so much fun. So yeah. sorry, that my was, excitement a, got ahead of me here. That was a fun time period. And the reason, part of the reason we're having this whole discussion today is not just because it's our 50th season two episode, but also because we're hopefully getting back to live events. You know, we've had the Dallas Open. Um, Atlantic City is almost exactly a month from now. So, uh, you know, as people get vaccinated and stuff, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see some more events get scheduled. And mm -hmm. um, obviously that depends on the national slash global situation and everything. But uh, I'm optimistic that we'll see some more events yep. in the near future. So that's partly why we're reminiscing about events. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there has always, of course, been Invader League, which um, I participated in in December. That was my first Invader League, uh, September through December-ish. Um, I made it to Elims and got bounced in the first round. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was by Garn, who uh, Garnan and uh, who ended up going to the final. So I don't feel too bad about that. Um, but yeah, that was my first online Legion experience. Did you play in that one, Mike, or not yet? I actually played in the original one. Okay. And I got into a very heated conversation with LJ as, you know. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's kind of our relationship a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, love him, but, you know, we, we don't see things the same way. It was like the way points were calculated and stuff basically made it so they like if you conceded to your opponent you like made it so that yeah it was it, it ended up changing in subsequent invader leagues and you know um but i i was really butthurt about it so i didn't play in season two okay <laughs> yeah it's uh the format has definitely changed over time um particularly like the round robin scoring has yeah. improved a fair yeah. bit um there's not really like I mean, we've talked about MOV versus SOS <laughs> in this podcast previously. There's not really like a good way to do tie breaks. And anytime you get, you know, around Robin season where there's, it's not like guaranteed that everyone's even going to finish their games. Um, it's just, there's, there's not a good way to do it, but there's yeah. definitely like lots of bad ways to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think we've kind of evolved to that, but anyway. Yeah, so it was season two of Invader. Uh, let's talk about LVO because we all went to LVO. Yep, we did. Um, you didn't get like any sleep. <laughs> no. So um, that was January 9, 2019. Yep. Uh, I don't remember exactly how it came to pass, but I basically decided that um, A, I wanted to go because I wanted to meet everybody that I had been talking with online um, up until that point. And, uh, but I also had my invite already and it wasn't clear at the time. Um, I think basically like if, if you went undefeated and you had an invite already, it would just be burned, mm -hmm. I think. Um, so I was like, well, I don't want to play and steal someone else's invite. You know, I'm good until Adepticon. So I'm just going to show up and hang out. And then, uh, Brendan was like, Hey, you want to judge with me? It's <laughs> like, all right, sure. Never done that. Seems good. Um, so that's what I did, but yeah, it, we were up very late the night before setting up all the terrain because um, Brendan uh, appropriately didn't want any of the actual players assisting with the terrain setup for bias yep. reasons. So 
it was, you know, I think we were just basically a two man judge crew. Um, so we set up the terrain, <laughs> all those tables. Uh, this was the first like community sourced tables and it showed the tables were amazing. Yep. I have to say, I think that was the last major tournament that I played at where we weren't also streaming. <laughs> And so like, I did not have that yep. on my mind at all. Like I was just there. Um, I think we sponsored that. Yeah, we sponsored we that first we LVO we and we did a bunch of stuff. But like, other than that, it was just, I just went to play, which was nice. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I got off to a rocky start, I think at the LVO as far as like games go. So I was kind of like coming up the back end, unfortunately, but um yeah i mean it was a great time outside of that <laughs> yeah you know um yeah let's so that started my uh my started the whole my nema hatred at that <laughs> lvo that's when i started hating nema uh we had a great game and he won but it was like right at like basically we were playing and they called time and I was just about to roll the dice. And if I had rolled, I would have killed his Han and won it, but they called time and I didn't roll. And then Nemo was like, nah, go ahead. I'm like, no, they called time. That's, you know, it was like kind of one of those, those things. And so, but he's, he's great. I, I joke Nemo's the best. And, uh, but, but it's just funny that we have this rivalry that makes no sense, but uh, it's good. And then, also, Kyle, that was our, we, uh, we both co-interviewed Luke Eddy at that LVO in that cafe, like in the middle yes. of the casino with like, I like, like I, my flight was in like an hour yep. and like I cobbled together this recording device to try to get Luke's. Oh my God. Yeah. It, was it, was, so... it was, it was like an old school, like one of those like FBI tape recorder things, you know, it was yeah. like, yep. Jay's like holding this thing up to Luke. We're at this random casino restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know I slept in that morning. Yeah, so. we, we were all exhausted. <laughs> and then um, like I like we're interviewing Luke and, and Kyle's asking these great questions. I keep looking at my watch going, oh God, I'm gonna miss my yeah. flight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was a good time. That was kind of like the first, like other than Mike, who I met locally, obviously, but just put faces to names kind of yeah. uh meet everybody convention. That was a lot of fun. And it's Vegas, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, I wouldn't quite say it's a big party, but it's kind of just it is a big yeah. party. Um, and that which was the first, super fun. It, yes, that was the first uh, physical tournament for which snipers were legal. And at the time, for all you young bloods out there, they had infinite range like Cassian and Iden, and yep. it was awesome. Um, <laughs> am I am I remembering this right? You could deploy them at different yes. heights. Yeah, okay. You totally could. So um, so let's say you had a height one, uh, something. You would put your main guy up there, and you would keep your other guy at the bottom. Basically, <laughs> it like saved you an action or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, well, and it was a it was like a more efficient way to do what what the kids call corner peeking. Yeah. Um, you know, since the for those of you. If you're still not corner peeking with your snipers, uh, learn how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, since the unit leader is the heavy is also the heavy weapon mini, uh, if he dies, you just replace the other dude with him. 
right? And you can only, you can't take wounds on minis that cannot be seen. So if you, you know, swing your second guy behind a line of sight blocker or uh, something like that, mm -hmm. you know, and your team gets shot, it doesn't matter like how many wounds your opponent does. They can't wipe the squad. They can only kill the one model. So yeah. um, please do that with your strike teams <laughs> if you're not. Yeah. But yeah, there was at the time you could uh, actually deploy the models on separate heights. So it was super common to like put one sniper up on top of a building and the second sniper just on the base of the building below him yep. so that it was impossible to see the second model. Can't do that anymore, luckily. Well, I don't even know if you would anymore with the with the limited range. You, I mean, I think there may be some some, some opportunity for it, but not as much, right? Yeah, you'd it definitely would be done less, but yeah. Yeah. I think you'd still do it. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things that like you would you used to put them up at the top of the building and unless they died they literally just stayed there all game right yeah, yeah and aim like shot that, yeah um which was fine i think it was one know. of those things like so this was the f they were legal for the previous invader season so those that played invader basically had three snipers in their list mm. um those that didn't were surprised by the fact that people had three snipers in the list. <laughs> yeah. uh, and um, like the ranged five thing definitely made them more interactive. But balance wise, it wasn't like, you know, they're each throwing two dice a turn. Yeah. Like they're not going to overpower your army. They're going to be a pain, but they're not going to overpower your army at unlimited range. So it also made them. Uh, it, it also made it like a lot easier for you to like not get your snipers killed by your opponent's snipers, you know, because you're you're like engaging the enemy's main line at range five as right. opposed to their back line, right? The, the range um, five change made it easier for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was kind of I don't I don't want to say a stealth buff to snipers, but I think it, it like overall it kind of was a wash. Yeah, it made it more interactive, but balance wise, I don't think it really changed much. No, because um, you still I mean some of the buffs to other special forces have changed this conversation a little bit where you're not just taking three snipers every time unless you're Republic obviously um, but uh, like you know Wookiees being buffed Mandos being good um, you know Rebels take things that aren't snipers in large quantities potentially and uh, you know so does Empire with special forces Imperial special forces so potentially okay, okay. I mean look <laughs> Iden three ISF no, is that's, a list. That's fine. That's fine. It's we, definitely yeah. less true of Empire than it is of Rebels. Yeah, this this isn't the time to talk about that. No, I know it's not. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the Sniper War. I it was not super interactive when they were on, on an unlimited range because it was just like who can roll more paint basically against the mm -hmm. opponent's snipers first. Yeah, and <laughs> and I. I'm not entirely positive, but this was before medics existed, it was. right? Yeah. So, so like your snipers, once they were dead, they were kind of dead, you know. Yep. Um, this is why a coordinated bombardment was a big thing at this time. Yeah, it was very good, very excellent. Um, for this reason, because you could get ahead on the sniper sniper war. Maximum firepower also good, but less so because you could only hit one target. So. Yeah, yeah, those were the days. <laughs> But if you could catch two both sniper models in line of sight uh, with either one of those on the first turn, that was like game changing. Yep. So bad. Um, and demoralizing. And too, hugely demoralizing. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. So anyway, um, let's move on to Adepticon. All right. Which we also all went to. Yeah, we sure did. Adepticon. <laughs> man, it was really. That was a week. Was it a weekend? It was a weekend. Yeah, it was right? a weekend. I, it was like four days, though, right? Maybe three. Yeah, I think we got three. in Thursday, right? It was or Wednesday three. night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like four days of us being there, but it was three yeah. days of actual tournament. Yeah. Um, we did stream that. I'm looking at a lovely photo of uh, of us with David in the backdrop, this beautiful fifth trooper backdrop. Mm-hmm. Jay, do you still have that floating around somewhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, since the pandemic, I... I put yeah. it in storage in the attic of the garage, but yes, it's it's still here, waiting waiting to be shown again. Yep. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we did stream that event. That was super fun, man. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I went crazy. I, I went all out for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, man, for those of you that don't know, uh, there's a blog post, or you could check any of our Facebook. Uh, photos if you're friends with us or see us on Facebook the the photo is like we yeah, have we had a whole booth we I think we had what f- two three four five six cameras going we we had you know four mics we were switching out hosts you know the whole weekend like it was that was that was that was crazy <laughs> it was crazy it was nuts yeah it definitely was um I'm sure I, that I sort of got the have your cake and eat it too kind of experience because I didn't. I just had to come on and be like the color guy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jay's over there pushing all the buttons and setting up all the equipment. And, yeah, you know. that was uh, that was that was the first fight Rachel and I got in cause it was because of Adepticon. So because <laughs> I had I had brought her, I'm like, no, this will be fun. You should come. <laughs> like it's just basically we set up it would start at 8 a.m or 7 30 a.m and then we wouldn't we wouldn't be done till like 10 p.m oh man that was that was was a lot of work (laughs) it was yeah i mean i can't even really say that it was a lot of work because i was like playing the whole time but um i did not play i think i might have been the only one that didn't play that weekend uh i just held down the the thing we we packed a van full with everything and we had rachel and myself and evan and <laughs> we drove from new york to chicago and oh my god that was, what but what an adventure right and like all the things we learned and oh my gosh like i still got to do the cool stuff like we got to wait in line that was when the 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 tank to wait in line <laughs> but the yeah we got to wait in line that was great uh for the tank and the and the uh the truck there the the speeder truck those those came out at Adepticon, so we got to get, you know, we got access to those, which was cool. Which was like a couple months before they came out. That was neat. Um, we uh, we live streamed, I believe, the Clone Wars being revealed. Yep, we right? did. Yep. Um, that was cool too. And had Alex on multiple times to talk about it. Dude, he was on so much that week. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he actually just hung around for there were a couple where he just hung around for like entire games and basically did color commentary on um yeah. on live legion games <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to see some hilarious alex davy action go check out that yeah. on stream yeah and that's when we found about out about green token sharing for the clones was on that stream yeah yeah, yeah even though maybe we shouldn't have but we did which was great <laughs> and 
in the defense of token sharing at the time it was just phase ones and yeah that's it. <laughs> so it was just phase ones and phase ones. <laughs> yeah, literally that. But um, I, I have to say for anybody who, who you know, wants to go to these big events, um, Adepticon, I think, is one of the ones you need to experience if you're into miniatures. It's just the people that run it are amazing. The way they do it is amazing. Like the, the, you know, the area of Chicago is really cool. It's not in the city. It's just outside. So you, you know, you can drive. Yeah. Schaumburg. So you can, you can get around and, and, but you can still enjoy like all the things that Chicago has to offer as well on top of it. Like, it's just, it's a great, it's a great show. Portillo's. Yeah. Very important. Sorry, I, I grew up in Chicago, so. Um, yeah, I, I remember that one night. Remember, we got like three or four pizzas. Rachel went and got yo, all those pizzas those and brought them dish in. Pizzas were so yeah. good. That was oh amazing. my god, I did not know what I've been. I have not had one since. But yeah. man, am I ready to go back to Chicago and do that again? Holy crap! Yeah. Now let's clarify. You are from the state of New York, Mike. Yes. Yes. Originally. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just making sure. Yeah, I'm gonna. What does that uh, have anything to do with? He he's <laughs> doing. He's Continue. playing the old pizza versus pizza game, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bite on this little uh, worm that, that he's pizza in the water is not right pizza. Now. That pizza is like super lasagna. pizza. <laughs> it's like lasagna. <laughs> I've heard it described as a casserole. Yeah, uh, uh, I think it's closer to a lasagna than a casserole. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. But also you're wrong because it's pizza and it's amazing. Um, anyway. Uh, I'm not, not going to bite. Not tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So that was that was High Command and the Last Chance Qualifier. So basically they had like High Command was 32 spots and they hadn't quite filled yeah. all of them from the convention. So they're basically like, well, we're going to have, was it two days? I think it was two I days. Don't remember. Yeah, I, I think it was either. yeah yeah i don't know if it was one day or two anyway they had like a separate tournament basically to give away the remaining spots i mean it's so long ago and the pandemic it could have yeah. been 10 days i have no idea <laughs> i have no idea maybe it was just one day <laughs> anyway yeah um so they had that that's where you got your invite mike right i did because you kicked me out of nova um <laughs> so i had to go play in chicago with like my life depended on it yeah um I did get my invite at the last chance qualifier, and then I ended up placing like eleventh or something in the main tournament. And uh, you placed pretty well. Yeah, I I went three and one in the in high command, which was good enough for third because um, my strength of schedule was ridiculous. <laughs> Everybody else I played also got top eight. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, there were there were two four nos and then there were like 10 three and ones so there were a couple people that basically got bumped by strength of schedule um but um yeah yeah it was it was i actually brought pathfinders to that tournament if you can believe it um <laughs> i yeah i've said this before but again i apologize them to trying to tell you to take this um, <laughs> it's fine i mean they didn't hurt me Sure. I just, I think, I think you would have probably been better off if they were just another sniper team. Yeah, probably. But they weren't. And it's history. I can't complain because it. 
did we put you on stream twice during that or once no it was twice twice um, yeah because it was the first game i was against uh reha so that was like a that was a big game that was a big matchup so you put yeah. me on and then the last game i was undefeated going into it so like, yeah against kingsley right yeah so, so yeah. it's like you can't not do the two top yeah um, we had two tables at once so that was cool oh that's right because you and kingsley yeah that's right you had both played and and the table so we had to put you on the other table yeah that was yeah, yeah. that was fun um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway those were the same tables that were at lvo basically it was literally the same yeah. terrain set brendan and the phoenix crew uh drove <laughs> from arizona <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that uh, yeah. it's amazing props to those guys golf club uh yeah. you guys have our appreciation um this is brendan and john and uh nathan uh, right? nathan willens so yeah uh yeah <laughs> you guys are champions <laughs> for that um that was a great set of terrain we were totally spoiled by that yeah a little bit uh let's see and in between that and the actual world champions chips was invaders season three which was the first tournament that had Bosk and sabine in it if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. they made a splash that's when I defected to Empire with zero practice. <laughs> um, and Bosk fit me like a glove. So, yeah, that was a good tournament for me. Um, I I basically, you means he won it. Y- yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, um, that was my first foray into Empire. So now I, then I added them to my ledger. I actually, after doing that, I basically I went out and bought Empire models. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this really works pretty well. Um, and it's fun. So red saves are good. Uh, previously, I'd only played Rebels. So um, yeah, Sabine made a good splash in that tournament too. As did like Death Troopers and stuff like that. Um, those were all in there. So, uh, And then June was the World Championships at mm-hmm. FOG headquarters. Um so that was this is one of my favorite Legion memories. It was basically like FFG paid for eight of us to fly out there and hang out all weekend <laughs> at their headquarters and play games. So um, I have no complaints about that weekend. I think my favorite memory is actually a bunch of us after the first day um, just got together in like a hotel room and played Outer Rim. <laughs> and our brains were all so fried from the games that we were like, yeah, this is good. We ordered pizza um, in our hotel room. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, so that was a great experience. I lost to Luke in the final, <laughs> losing one of several games to Luke. I've lost over our storied history, but yeah, it was my favorite memory too because I was vindicated yeah. by that. By that, <laughs> come on, Jay, you guys. No, no, no. I'm bringing this up now. You guys tore me apart. I came on and I talked to you guys. I was like, yo, this kid, Luke Cook, he's from my area. He's probably the best Legion player I've ever seen. You guys are like, just threw me to the side as if I was some insane person telling you the end was nice. I think we said basically the equivalent of we'll see. Not yeah. Like you're full but, of it. But in a more condescending tone. <laughs> the, look, here's the thing. <laughs> the chances you were right seemed low <laughs> there's a lot of people yeah, who are like this person is out? the best player in my so, local group um, yeah i mean that may be true but but know. i mean at, at that time though i believe when i told you guys this at that time it's not like i had only played in my local group 
I had been to LVO. I played in Invader League. I'm like, yo. And oh man, I wish you guys, you know what? Go back. I believe it was the Scoundrels podcast that they tore me apart. So please go back, listen to it. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to dig that up. Yeah. And then, uh, and then realize how right I am. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Luke Cook, good at Legion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not a hot take anymore. Clearly he was an unknown at some point. Um, <laughs> no, I, I get what you guys are saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, for sure. Right. And uh, I mean, especially you guys, you, it really, you guys came, we've talked about this before, I think on after dark, our Patreon podcast, but like, you know, you guys go through a gauntlet at your, at huzzah, right. There's just tons of great players down there, just high level. And what two of you were in worlds, right? Kyle and Gordon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and actually, I think there was it eight or nine of us that uh, ended up in high command. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was eight. It, yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot. Yeah, right. And so I get that. Like twenty five percent of the field in high command was from one star. Right, and in <laughs> contrast, what was it? Two people from my area were in high command. So, so I I get that. Luke being one of them. Um, but his, it just, his dad being the other one, I think, right? Yeah, his dad was the yep. other one. Yeah, and so um, I just, I know, I get it. It's just funny to bring it up and to throw that back in your faces. As yes. Well. well, thank you, Jay, for <laughs> highlighting the exploits of Luke Cook to us uh, preemptively. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's so many times you could get beat by Luke Cook before you're like, yeah, all right, I've had it. <laughs> yeah. This guy's, I've had enough of this. You just uh, I just avoid tournaments he goes to anymore. It's like, yeah, Luke, you go into this one. I am. Nah, all right, I'm good. <laughs> I'm rooming with him for Atlantic City, so we'll see how that nice. goes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, we're playing on separate days, though, thankfully. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So then we had Northeast Open, pretty much hey. immediately after that was in that was what like July, two weeks that was July after fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So that was only like two or three weeks after Worlds. Yeah. You want to talk about that, John? Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know or weren't uh, lucky enough to make it out, that was actually our event that we put on um, up here in Syracuse, New York. Uh, you know, I think from the beginning, what we wanted was as much as we like competitive Legion, we just really wanted to like drink beer with our friends. Like, you know, and so we, we I teamed up with a uh, local comic con here and we've got this huge space and we brought some of the same tables that were at um, at Adepticon and LVO up to Syracuse. Plus, we had our local local guy, Jim Martin out of Albany. He's he's I mean, he makes that if you guys have seen that Scarif table that was floating around for a while, that really beautiful one with the ship and everything that was Jim's. Uh, table. He actually had that Adapticon and then it got featured at like the Star Wars Day or something too in Chicago. And so like, <clears throat> you know, we, we tried to do the same thing where it was, you know, our goals were let's have fun on amazing tables, right? And, and, and just have an amazing event. And so that was kind of what we did. And uh, that was just, man, that was so much fun. I think that was the first tournament where we pioneered a bounty board, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So we put up bounties and there was rewards given for them. We were, I mean, we gave out, I think we gave out rewards to everybody who came. Like I, I, I mean, last place got in the whole tournament, last place got a mat and uh, something from army painter. I forgot now off the top of my head. 
There's a but lot we, of goodies for sure. Yeah, we gave a trophy out for jankiest list. And I basically just took a T47 and like sprayed it gold and put it on mm-hmm. like a custom, a custom the, trophy. Yeah. This is when the T47 was bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, like yeah. really bad. Yeah. 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 Not like it is today. I can speak from experience today. Had a real <laughs> bad day against the T47s today. Uh, so, yeah. So it was real bad back then. And so, yeah, we just wanted to have a lot of fun. Like we had some cosplayers that were dressed up like mandalorians come collect a bounty on luke cook like it's just it was just insanity for the whole weekend yeah that was really fun we yeah. none of us played because we were running it um, yeah. but we did streaming and judging and yeah it was awesome and hanging i think yep. that was that's the only event which is crazy because i think we did twice as much work for that one but I, that's like the only event where we've streamed too, where I felt like we had time to like hang out and 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 chill with everybody and like see everyone, you know. I sort of feel like we made time a little bit yeah. more, you know. Yeah. But but that's what it was all about. It was just fun, just just for fun, just for the sake of the game. Yeah. The schedule was not as rigorous as like a yeah normal next, convention tournament so. next time we do neo we should do it in cancun <laughs> then it wouldn't be northeast open sure yeah. would I'll, I'll get around to that <laughs> <laughs> northeastern part yeah. of a different country yeah. uh, okay mike <laughs> I'm northeast <honest>. open hosted <laughs> in mexico <laughs> Uh, and for those of you thinking to yourselves will there ever be another northeast open probably uh the pandemic really put a hamper on that i'll I'll be honest with everyone little peek behind the curtain um we actually had a place booked before before the pandemic hit and it was going to be even better uh than this one and then pandemic came and just decided that that was a no but now that things are clearing up, I, I honestly have been thinking about it again. So just so everybody knows, it could happen. Well, I'm very excited yeah. for that possibility. Yeah. Uh, so after that was Gen Con in 2019 in August. This was the first of like the new tournament structure, yep. which is the, the current one that we still have, basically. Um, Apparently, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, so that it, was that was the RPQ to Prime change, right? Yep. So yeah. basically, they um, uh, had store championships, which they called Primes, and you could win basically an invite to Worlds there. And they were no longer going to do like a separate, you know, Adepticon and then a completely separate Worlds after that. They were just going to kind of mash it all into one convention, which makes more sense logistically. Um, and then they don't have to buy people plane tickets and stuff either so it makes a lot more sense for a variety of reasons but basically uh, if you uh, want a prime then you would get an invite to that or if you got top something at uh, either a they call them continental championship or national championships but basically like a tournament convention convention tournament then you would also get an invite so the first of those tournament conventions sorry, convention tournaments was uh, Gen Con. And that was a continental. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's like, cause yeah, I remember, I think I <clears throat> when during that season, I, I got one of the first RPQs 
uh, up here. I ended up taking that down, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking. Actually, the trophy is. I, I can show everybody. Is beer coaster. Now, whoever's watching oh, that it, one, yeah, yeah, on YouTube. So it's a really nice glass. Oh, that is really nice. Yeah. Yep. I have one too, Kyle. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I took that one down. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so this one was before they. I was going to say I don't have one to... of those, but I never want a prime. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, which was cool to have, you know, and and you know the funny thing was I think I won I won my mine was an RPQ, not a prime. And I think I won mine with double Death Troopers, Veers, and Krennic. Yep. That was that was my list, which yeah, was mean, ridiculous. <laughs> middle management was a thing for like a hot yeah. minute there. Yeah, um, yep. middle yep. management for yeah, is Veers, Krennic, and company. Um, but yeah, I think Gen Con, uh, Gen Con, that was the tournament David won, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, it is. He was playing Luke and Leia, which was called Wonder Twins. Is that like the longest running rebel list, basically? Yeah, I think I, so. I mean, it was essentially since Leia came out all the way through until Tauntauns came out. You know, it, I'm actually kind of, well, I mean, like, outside of the fact that, like, the rebel officer kind of replaces Leia nowadays, like, it, if the rebel officer... I still o- strongly disagree with that. I know you do. I know you do. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, I think if the rebel officer didn't exist, Wonder Twins would still be a thing. Yeah, because generic officer plus Luke is still a thing. Yeah. And Leia is just an upgraded generic officer. So it's yeah. not really that different. Um, but yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think any of us went to that. So I don't know if we can nope. do any personal anecdotes from that. Nope. Um, September 2019 was the second Nova Open Legion Indeed. tournament. Mike and I both went to that. Mm. Well, yeah. that's right in your that's right in your backyard, right? Man, I can't. I I, I shotgunned, shot shotgunned, shotgunned to Han Luke double tauntaun for that tournament. Yeah. Well, you were you had we had just had a prime like literally. The, I think it was the previous weekend. Uh, yeah, I already had an invite at that point. Yeah, so you were just yeah, messing around. I was just messing around. You're right. You're right. That's why I didn't play something serious. Maybe it wasn't um, the previous weekend. It might have been like a month prior. But yeah, anyway, I'm, it was close just, proximity. I'm remembering my brain process on this now. Yeah. I, yeah, I was totally playing that because I didn't. It didn't matter a ton for me anymore. Yeah, it did to me. Um, it did. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was looking for an answer for Tauntauns because I knew that they were going to be a thing. And I, they're not my style, so I didn't plan on playing them myself. So the previous weekend, there was a practice tournament at Huzzah. And I was like, I'll just try it. You know, I think Palpatine's a good Tauntaun counter. So I'll give him a shot. Um, and I put him on the table for the first time. <laughs> and I won that tournament with Palpatine. Um, we, we had a fun... You were playing Tauntauns in that tournament, I think. I think so. Yeah, it was. It was we time. had a fun... I think we played in the last match of that. Uh, I remember my Tauntauns charging Palpatine, and I think I whiffed on yep. killing him or even doing significant damage, really. Um, yeah. And then he killed everything by himself, as yes. he does. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As he does. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, going into Nova, I was like, well, I think Palpatine's good against Tauntauns, but I have literally just that one tournament's worth of games with him which was like three or four games and that's it and no practice so i'm gonna just bring wonder twins so i go to put my my stuff together the night before 
and um i'm like where are my card binders (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) several minutes later mike gets a frantic text message (laughs) where are my card binders (laughs) so it turns out i had left them at the store which of course was closed by the time I went went to do this because you know I had to wait. My kids were in bed and it was like nine thirty uh, the night before the tournament. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, the only cards I have are the ones that are in my. I have these little, um, you know, like templates uh, that you put units in. The ones that are in there, which was what I, the list that I played the previous weekend at that tournament, which was Palpatine. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I got some playing Palpatine. Um, so I kind of lucked into like a good meta call, counter meta call. But yeah, that was a tournament mostly dominated by Tauntauns, but uh, won by Palpatine. So Ooh. I think in the in the top 10 players, there were only two Empire and eight Rebel players. Um, I did not personally face an Empire player the entire tournament. Mm. So, um, which was lucky. The tables were still really bad. Yes, there was, uh, that's a whole separate, another Nova open terrain issue. Um, They wanted to make all their own terrain, which is admirable, uh, but Nova open is first and foremost a 40K convention. Yeah. And they basically had, you know, like the Nova open terrain team making terrain for the Legion tournament, which is good, but, you know, those people make 40K terrain. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which is... Which is much different. Yeah, it was very big. The pieces were extremely large, like ridiculously big. Um, and then there was also like this snafu at the beginning of the tournament where like they didn't deliver all of it. It was like sitting on a cart somewhere else in the hall. And so they had like 30% of the terrain that they were supposed to have for the first round, um, which as you can imagine was kind of an issue. And then basically they found it and they're like, oh shit, we got to put this on there. But by that time, some people had already seen the sparse tables and made last minute list changes to plan for sparse tables. And then suddenly they were super dense tables with giant terrain pieces. It was pretty hilarious. It was, yeah. So as someone who already had their invite, it was pretty hilarious. Yeah. I did not, but I couldn't mulligan my list because I only had one set of cards. So it turned out it worked out for me at the end of the day. Um, Yeah, it was weird. And there were even after that, there were some boards where like half the table was empty and half the table had like 15 line of sight blockers (laughs) on it. Uh, It was weird. Uh, The the finals tables um, on the second day were fine uh, because they basically pulled like the best of terrain from the other, you know, however many tables that was. Um, but the the heat, the, the qualifier days, it was weird. It was just a weird terrain situation. Um, shortly after that, that was the last tournament with unlimited range snipers. Because then we had the big Gonzo. points. Up, yep, we had yeah. the big points update in Errata, the first one. It was not hinted at or previewed or anything. We it just got dropped on us basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a pleasant surprise, but. Uh, not an unwelcome one, as Palpatine would say. Um, yeah, so that's when snipers became range five. That was probably the biggest change in that there was a bunch of point cuts that ended up not mattering to like the T forty seven, yeah, invader, um, <laughs> and some other ones that uh, were good. Um, we won't go into all those because those have since become outdated by another points update that happened recently. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. 
Uh, yep. And then we had the Tauntaun Invader League season, basically. Yep. Uh, where the final was Tauntauns versus Tauntauns. <laughs> I played Jedi Luke in that tournament. Um, yeah, I ended up third, but I definitely lost to Tauntauns very spectacularly. Um, and then was Warfare. I don't think any of us went to Warfare. Warfare weekend. Yeah, I totally forgot about that tournament. It was yeah. out in St. Louis, right? Yeah, yep. that was November 2019. Also won by Tauntauns. Eric Reha won that one with Taunts. Uh, I think that was the first like major in-person tournament where the Clone Wars factions were legal. Yeah, you know, all the I hear a lot of people these days being like, "Man, I wish Tauntauns were good," and I like, I feel like you don't remember the dark times. <laughs> um, they may have Dude. been short, but man, it wasn't even really that short. Uh, yeah. It was it was a good like, I mean, like, basically Nova Open through uh, LVO. Yeah. So that's what like a five month period, the, which consisted of a very packed tournament schedule. Yeah. Um, there were some European tournaments during this time too, where they were also very successful. Um, and even in the you know two of those tournaments were won by Palpatine, who is there because he's a Tauntaun counter, but like all of the Rebel lists in the top players of both of those tournaments that weren't won by tauntauns were all tauntauns so yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah for those yeah and they're horrible to play against even still uh, i mean i'm not even really sure they're fun to play with you know i yeah <laughs> i mean i guess if you like to win you know uh, tauntauns whatever. were just like deleted from the game i would be totally okay with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry tauntauns um uh, yeah. Uh, then it was Warfare. Uh, so then we had in January 2020 LVO, which was yeah. the last real tournament. So Kyle wasn't able to make that one. No, uh, I was. So that was a. <laughs> um, I was like, all right, well, uh, I w- clearly I want to go to Adepticon in March. <laughs> That's only two months apart. There's no way I can swing going to both of these. So yeah. I had to make a choice. Yeah, how'd that go for you? Yeah, well, I mean, your wife was happy, I guess. Yeah. So that's that's all that mattered. But uh, yeah, Mike and I went to that one. We were actually roomies for that mm-hmm. one. Uh, we we all played um, and we also streamed. It was amazing. I had a great time. Again, I uh, for my part, if any of you listen to Fifth Trooper Beginner's Guide, I had Nima on a few episodes ago talking about Command Hand. Uh, because I faced Nima uh, in my last match, uh, and I was three and zero, and he was three and zero, and Nima beat me again. But uh, that was a crazy, that was a crazy game uh, that we had. It was a ton of fun, and um, you know, uh, yeah, Mike, Mike played, and you played against David, actually. Like I with, did, I played but- against a bunch of. I, I mean, I guess played against Ed, David, um, and uh, Luke. Yeah, Luke bounced me from the tournament, unfortunately. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but I was also playing Vader Bosk, so I don't feel too terrible about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, you played Vader almost exclusively um, the first part of the year or two of the game, basically. Yeah, and I, you know, I spent like the last part of like Real Legion trying to play him 
uh, in a tournament setting well, mainly because I had already qualified for high command, right? I'm like, all right, I already did this thing. So, um, and in all, and in fairness, I was going to play him at Worlds too. You, you know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Operative Vader. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, the Vader's in the title. So, um, but yeah, so it was, uh, it was definitely a fun tournament. I, yeah. I think I had more fun the second time at LVO um just because i think we knew what we were doing a little more as far as like we knew where to eat we knew yeah you know how well, to kind of like manage our time it was also a better put together event you know there's a bunch yeah of and things. i think i think there was enough of us there too that we all had each other's backs and we were kind of all hanging out together like it was yeah i think uh, similar to like I, I, you know, Northeast Open and, and, so, and Adepticon, like we, well, Adepticon was kind of our first time streaming, but like once we kind of got the fifth trooper ball rolling, like I, the more events we all went together, the more fun I was having too. Yeah. I mean, the first year, like, I mean, I think I saw, I met you at, um, Pax Unplugged. We didn't talk about it, but Pax Unplugged because that <laughs> yeah. that wasn't a real thing. I legitimately um, forgot that existed. Yeah. It's okay. We didn't Don't talk about, about Kappa Cup either because yeah. <laughs> we streamed <laughs> that one too. But who cares? But you know, the first couple times you hang out with people you just met can sort of be a little weird, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, now that we like all know each other really well, um, it's definitely way more fun, right? So yeah. Um, I definitely would encourage people that are like going to these events to try and like get into a pocket of friends that you can hang out with while you're there or, or, or have a group of friends all sign up to go at the same time. You know, not that you can't make friends there cause you can yeah. and you will. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, that helps. Yeah. Agreed. I, so for, pa it's funny for PAX Unplugged and Adepticon, uh, both of those events, I I got in a group for an Airbnb with like nine people at both of them. And it, that actually made some of the experience, you know, for Adepticon, uh, both Luke and his dad were with us, Evan, me, Rachel, a couple other guys, uh, you know, that were there for, for different reasons. Like we, we all got a giant house in Schaumburg and like, we're just, you know, I mean, that kind of made it too, where we would all ride back together and just shoot the shit and have some drinks. And, uh, you know, anyways, uh, yeah, I agree. If you're going like, even if your buddies don't play Legion, but maybe they're into just like board games or something else, there's like tons of stuff to do at these conventions, like bring them along. It's worth having people there to like share that experience with. Yeah, for sure. Makes a huge difference. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's really like the primary appeal. You know, we, we talk on this cast a ton about competitive Legion and tournaments and, but at least for me, the, like the most fun part of going to conventions is just hanging out with people and doing something that we all enjoy together um so you know otherwise like why are we even really doing this you know <laughs> i like to uh, win well clearly but like <laughs> we know mike <laughs> <laughs> i do it for the i love i like the people it's such a miss america answer but yeah. uh yeah um oh, yeah man. so luke won that one with palpatine um he did he did um we like pseudo chess clocked the finals of that yeah. one that was the first time we had really introduced clocks to legion in any i wouldn't even say this was like a formal capacity really but um yeah because you did it in the background we did it in the background just to you know mm -hmm. um 
and uh, but I mean that's sort of where like real life Legion like kind of like left off right like was we were starting to kind of play with some of this stuff from a tournament organization standpoint Um, you know so yep and then Worlds got cancelled then Worlds got cancelled and then we had Invader League 5 Invader League 6 um, yep man I'll tell you that was real touch and go for that. I remember like just, just real quick, taking us back. Like I remember we were like planning on going, like I was getting stuff packed. Like we, you know, we yeah. had, a, we had a lot more going for this Adepticon than we did for the last one. Like there's, it was going to be great you guys. And and I remember talking to Brendan, like, cause he was TO and at Adepticon and Hank, who's, who's one of the heads of Adepticon, like every other day going, uh, should we do this? Are we, uh, am I pulling the trigger? What? No, 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 no. Wait another day. We don't know what's going on. And then, yeah. And then finally canceled. And it was, it's kind of one of those, both a relief and, uh, and not at the same, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, like, cause it was going to be a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So. I definitely, I think they canceled it. I think after I made the decision not to go, um, you know, I sort of expected yeah. it to be canceled, but, but, yeah. you know, I, um, yeah, it was weird. Cause I think that they, they had to make sure that they were filling certain criterias and stuff. I yeah. think so. That- it, it was like the day after Illinois basically said no large events that they canceled yeah. it. Um, yeah. yeah. I was actually, I have a funny anecdote there. I was in Phoenix, um, literally like the weekend before, uh, you know, the, um, the pandemic was declared uh, and i actually visited brendan while i was there and i remember talking to him i'm like do you think this is gonna happen and he's like i don't know man <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> um, and then uh that was the like everyone has like a you know a salient memory for them about like when in their mind the pandemic started yep and for me it was like i got off the plane from phoenix and i i basically discovered that like the um that was when that NBA game was canceled because they had yep. a player test positive. And that's when I was like, Oh shit. Uh, that's, that's for me, like the moment. And that I had literally just got off the, uh, an airplane from Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was like the last, you know, <laughs> normal thing I remember doing. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. That isn't that interesting. Yeah. LVO was like the last Oh, and and you know there were like i don't know like there were people at lvo that either had it got it or like you know in, it seems uh, possible in yeah. in hindsight like yeah listening was, to some of our friend stories like one guy we know like got well he was like sick for like two weeks and he didn't yeah. know what he had and he couldn't get out of bed and he's <laughs> like we were like Yo, are you all right? He's like, I got something at LVO, and we were like, Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I remember just thinking because like there was a bunch of guys like drinking out of the same flask, and you know, <laughs> yeah, just, and in hindsight, maniacs. I'm thinking like, Oh man, like this could have been real what a bad. different time. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. yeah Can we know? just like? I remember thinking at LVO like it's alcohol, it's probably fine, but no, thank you because it's weird to now like if someone even gets near me with their water bottle i like slap it out of their hand and go, get away from me <laughs> what a what a different time huh yeah it's weird i mean sometimes i like some you know you're watching like a show on tv or something and people are standing close to each other talking without a mask and i'm like 
no 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 is that, is that weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it weird that this looks weird yeah what a weird, anyway what a weird um, time. this is yeah so we are reminiscing about events because hopefully we're starting to do some soon. Well, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, no, hopefully they're happening, right? Like yep. we just had the Dallas one. We, we just got had Dallas open. AOC yep. coming up in June. Whoa. Like A- ACO. ACO. What did I say? <laughs> AOC. ACO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoop. It, you know. Whoops. Wrong acronym. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to talk about pandemic. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, got, stuff got weird. Sorry. Yeah. ACO. Um, all right. Let's talk about Invader Season 5. Okay. That did happen during it the did. pandemic. It did. That was the the clone standby sharing season. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike was second in that yeah. season. Yeah, I lost to Luke. Again. Yeah, and lost to Luke in the final. Luke who? So we're Jay. Now you have to lose to Luke in a in some kind of important tournament final, and then we can Oof. just we can we can all Oof. like. All right. You know, <laughs> Does like that, just regular like I've lost to him in like three primes. Does that count? There you <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> then we can all commiserate together. Share right, experience. Yeah. Perfect. Let me uh, let me get good enough <laughs> to get up there, and then I'll I'll give you guys a call. <laughs> yeah. So that was the standby sharing season. I also lost to Luke in that tournament. He's the one that bounced me from Elims earlier in the bracket. I was playing Dooku, so um, yeah, not clones, and uh, yeah. There's not. I don't know how much there is to really say about that season. Um, Cassian yeah. kind of made a big splash during this season. That was the first one. This was the first one he was legal for, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but it was like the coming out party for Republic as like a hey, we're here. We got arcs. We got standby tokens. You know. Yeah. I mean, both of those things really changed how Republic played. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh. And then we had Gen Con Online, which actually we organized, right? Yep. Man, that feels like forever ago. I know. Yeah. I, I forgot about that until you just brought it up. I did too. Oh my I'm, God. I'm going through my notes here. Uh, um, yeah. So we, yeah, that's right. Because David, so, so, so David want, uh, from Yavin Base, formerly of the Scoundrels, uh came up with the great idea to for he goes hey i don't think anybody's putting a legion tournament on for Genicon online do you guys want to do it and we were like yeah right <laughs> so uh not to be outshined by our former selves we had three different streams going and giveaways at the wazoo and all, all kinds of crazy stuff going on that was I, I forgot about that yeah that was nuts yeah no it was a good time i think uh jj won that with the saber tank i think yep Rex and Saber Tank. Yep. Um, and then after that, we had Invaders Season 6, which we just finished and talked a lot about, so I don't know how much we need to talk much more about that one. I guess we should hit on the final. We did say we were going to have Inno Sodom on, mm-hmm. um, and he, uh, we were not able to get him on, so you want to just recap it for us real quick, Mike? Uh, sh- sure. Um, fast. Yeah, so they played uh long march vaps i don't remember what the condition was um it was not super relevant i don't think you know it was like war weary versus like droids or so i don't know like it it really was not relevant um i think at least as a viewer it was not relevant <laughs> okay <laughs> fair enough um you know it wasn't anything like supply drop or you know like that um 
basically the way the board was set up was that they both had a very explosive evaporator. Um, you know, was able to kind of take advantage of that. Um, and they sort of like, they, they both were able to take advantage of it a little bit. Like the staps pressured the exposed evaporator on one side, you know, and his clones were able to, you know, kind of like shoot units off the other exposed vap. Um, and what ended up happening was they sort of, they didn't trade exposed vaps, but like they kind of like didn't touch them <laughs> at all. And then R2 kind of squeaked in for the win. Mm. Um, it was a weird game. Um just from you know uh the vap that ended up being exposed on the republic side it was actually the vap you thought would be safe but staps have a really long engagement distance which kind of changed that you know there was just like a strike team babysitting it so it ended up being a problem um oh it was rapid reinforcements uh, and the reason that's important, sorry, it was a little important. Um, uh, <laughs> a BX strike team actually rapid reinforcement like dropped behind the clones and was able to put pressure on the evaporator that ended up being contested. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure it was like a play you needed to make, but it definitely was an interesting take. It was like a safe play on Snyder's part. So, um, you don't see very many like behind the lines rapid reinforcements. So, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think, you know, the 13 act list like has a little bit of a um they can control when that rapid reinforcement happens, like basically hold it until after all of your stuff is gone and then because they have so many activations they can kind of like, you know, use their activation count to make it so that that unit can't really be shot. So, mm-hmm. yep. Um, as long as you put it in a good spot, which is basically what happened. Um, so overall, it was a good game. R2-D2 shined. Um, you know. Yeah. Nice. Clones are good. Staffs are. are good. Um, and that's the TLDR, really. I, I, the story of this season to me is just like overpowered stuff winning the day. <laughs> um for the most part um yeah hmm. i mean there was some there were some interesting lists in the top um you know like there was a saber tank in the top four timbo that's kind of interesting um you know some malls squeaked in there to the top eight so but yeah it was definitely a like haves and have nots kind of season yeah i mean i i you know I think it's hard to say, like, I think we're like the Saber list and like the Mall B2 list land. But I think like if you take out the overpowered lists, like those lists are definitely like maybe stronger than they should be still. Um, I don't know. But, but not in that overpowered list category. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think they would probably like if those overpowered lists didn't exist, like our new overpowered lists would be Mall B2s and probably like Saber Tanks and stuff. So which, you know, there's I don't know. It is what it is. Um <laughs> you know, nothing's ever gonna be perfect, but yeah, I was actually thinking because I, I just recently wrote an article about like rebel aggressive skis. Yeah. Um at least as far as the rebel faction is concerned, the internal balance is might be the best that it's been in a long time. 
because rebels have specifically been kind of known for having like bad internal faction balance yeah you know between wonder twins and then tauntauns um you basically have like one list archetype that's clearly better than all the other options uh but now i think i feel like there's a ton of them maybe that's just me i i sort of feel like the addition of special forces options that aren't snipers um that are actually like playable in a competitive environment is like does does a world of wonder to open up factions um and i think right now really um rebels are really the only ones that can say that with any degree of confidence um well and even like their heavy slot you know like they have like yeah, I mean, airspeeders might be good too now. good uh, right now, but Dude. we'll see. <laughs> well, when, when the hell did you ever think you were going to say that? I mean, like airspeeders might be too good. Holy cow! Like I remember having podcasts when we ranked it the last, like the I worst, mean, the worst unit in the game, and now, now I mean, it's had two points at. cuts. It's yeah. had surge crit added. And then the compulsory move changes, all of which, yeah. I mean, the well, search it's, getting a, it's getting a sharpshooter pilot, yeah. just to like be yeah. clear. So like I have a confession that. to make. I uh, I was at the the mall this weekend. <laughs> oh, oh my no. god! Kyle. <laughs> you bought a second one? Oh man, perfect. Yeah, I we were we were getting shoes for my kid. Kids, kids grow out of <laughs> oh, shoes. You got that quickly. on sale? The price tag's still on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was that's on a sale. good price. <laughs> uh, I think I honestly think it's like their original um, airspeeder stock. <laughs> yeah yeah because this particular Man. store um i don't it, like they had like air speeders and atsts and speeder bikes and that was it and i'm like you guys haven't got any legion orders in in a while and they're like no <laughs> well that's because those never are sold all their things, original stuff yeah, yeah those are all things that are viable right now uh yeah. and so <laughs> so um uh, speeder bikes i think so no. i think veer's triple bikes is very viable well uh, yeah i'm Okay, I'll put it. I'm putting it. I'll put my my mouth where my money is, my money where my mouth is, and I'll I'll play it. I'm just gonna be guys. clear with you. You're not gonna play that in the Avon base. Yes, <laughs> yes, not, I am. No, that, I'm not. I'm not gonna let you I'm register submitting. that list. Yeah, that's uh, the only <laughs> list I'm submitting. I will change it. No. I'm team captain. I have. I won't play. I'll forfeit. <laughs> Jay, we got to win next round, man. Come on, dude. I got, got housed got, by T forty sevens today. I was like, so we, so we got kind of crushed by the Germans as a team. We did. We got real crushed by the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had a lot of close games. They so were, like, yeah. yeah. You know the fact. So we went one and four, just to be clear. Yeah. As long as we're talking about this, but like my game was super close. You know, I I didn't. My game get, was pretty close. Yeah, Bushman's was not, but he had a bad matchup with. Yeah. Um. You know, it sounded like Jay's game could have won either way. Um, so, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So, you know, win them all. And when everybody's playing lists that they're not as familiar with, it's... Yeah. Team League's a very different animal. Yeah. It's a fun animal. Yeah. Uh, but a very different one. But I say, you know, it's funny because, like, I was talking to my opponent, really nice guy, uh, Richard, and uh, from from Hamburg, and we were just talking about how it, because of the way it's structured, it's not as in, you don't feel as intense as you do mm. when you're an invader league. Like you want to win and you want to, you know, put up a good show, but you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, let's play some Legion, you know, like it feels it just, more casual. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Um, but yeah, he, man, those T47s. 
They're good, man. So I don't uh, think he rolled a blank dice the whole game on those T-47s. It was so bad. And then when he was shooting the ATSTs, it would be like three crits and three hits. And I'm just like, uh, so six, six coming through to the ATST. And then it would just be twice. I'm like, what, 12 wounds on the ATST? Okay, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> They're really good against armor. Yeah, they are really, um, really good. Without search crit. Yeah, it's so... Yes, I, I can now run two. I also have three ATRTs. Uh, I was posting around like a triple RT, double T47 <laughs> skew list, which I think actually could be legitimately good. Um, especially if you don't know what the tables are going to look like because it kind of doesn't care. Yep. Um, you know, you only have a handful of trooper units and, you know, you have basically like three naked rebel troopers and a couple sniper units. And so you need to hide like 14 models, basically. <laughs> like, even on the worst of tables it's going to be reasonably doable mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm i'd be lying if i said i wasn't considering it for atlantic city um <laughs> it's just i mean i think you're right like like after after watching the last couple games and 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 like seeing what what rebels have going for them and then playing that game today i'm just like Man, they got a lot going. There's a lot of different stuff they could be doing. Yep. It's it's really cool. It's an exciting time to be a rebel. Yeah. All right. Any final reminiscing thoughts? It was kind of a, a meandering journey through live events over the Legion's history. But yeah, I mean, get excited. Live events yeah. are happening. Make sure you're vaccinated if you can be. Please. Yeah. Be safe. But I hope enjoy we, uh... Legion. I hope that you just from hearing that, that you guys, I mean, we truly are excited every time an event comes up that we can all go to and, and, uh, and being Adam is like nothing. It's, it's not like being on TTS. And I don't mean that from gameplay. I mean, just like the mentality and the excitement and the energy is just so much different. And so um, I highly recommend even a local event, whenever those happen again, you should definitely try to make them. Yep. Totally. All right. Well, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. Stay fresh, cheese bags.